Hello, beautiful people. You are listening to the Communal Table Podcast, part of Food & Wine Pro. I'm your host, Kat Kinsman, recording from my apartment in Brooklyn, where I am socially distancing, as so many of us are right now. Um, this is my <laughs> several, uh, my third attempt to record this intro because my uh, little setup here at home keeps <laughs> falling down. But you know what? We are all doing the best that we can right now under these circumstances. Um, I am seeing the restaurant world mobilize to take care of each other in, in such a meaningful way. And of course, that is what restaurant people do. You, um, you're, you're, the, you're the helpers. Uh, people turn to you in crisis, whether it's natural disasters, man-made disasters, a uh, time when they need some somebody to feed them. Um, the restaurant workers are uh, the first people who uh, react. And right now, so many restaurant workers themselves are in a time of extreme uh, crisis and fear uh, because of what is happening in the industry right now. Nobody knows the future, but there are some incredible efforts afoot to save the industry and take care of the people in it. Um, so my guest today is Steve Palmer, one of the co-founders with Mickey Bask in um, Charleston uh, of Ben's Friends, which is an incredible uh, industry-specific recovery group that uh, they had started um, some years back. Uh, Steve himself has been uh, sober for a long time and has recently written a an incredible memoir about it called Say Grace, um, all about how the restaurant industry saved his life. Um, he and Mickey uh, got together to form this group that I spoke of in a previous podcast with with Steve about that really recognizes the particular uh, challenge challenges that people in the restaurant industry face when it comes to sobriety because you are in the business of well selling liquor <laughs> that's that's part of it um, but also uh, it's you know it it. It draws masochists to it, um, the profession, and uh, it, it rewards um, overwork and self-deprivation and uh, maybe, you know, some of the things that are not uh, hugely conducive to mental health and substance abuse can play a big role in that. So, you know, folks outside the industry don't necessarily know the financial um constraints that uh, people who work in restaurants are, I, you know, I tried to say that all fancy, restaurant people don't make much money and don't have health care, let's put it out that way, and um, also operate on adrenaline, so they get off uh, work late at night, what's the thing to do, you go out, you party with your friends, and it's it's a sort of self-perpetuating cycle. Um, Steve's always really careful to say, like, you know, drinking isn't necessarily a bad thing, it's just bad for him, um, and he's really thoughtful uh, and about it how he takes care of other people with this. So part of what he did was set up um, this group called Ben's Friends that started in, in Charleston to honor a uh, friend of his who took his own life after a long struggle with substance abuse. Um, and it started as an in, in-person meeting there. Um, it has spread out to various cities and states across the country, um, blanking on the number right now because my brain is chowder currently, um, but more than 20 uh, local groups around the country um, that have had to adapt very, very quickly to social distancing. So what Ben's Friends has done is set up uh, Zoom meetings in each of the cities, but also nationally, which is a thing that they're doing for the first time. And 
anybody you know who is uh, in recovery or just you know needs the support can join these Zoom meetings. Um, if you go to bensfriendshope.com, you will be able to find out more about that. And here is Steve Palmer. Hello, friend. <laughs> Hi there. How you doing? I know that's the, the, wow, that question right now. Yeah, you know, Kat, we're just taking it hour by hour, day by day. I mean, it, as we all know, the information is changing so rapidly uh, that it's, it's hard. I think the hardest thing right now is, you know, knowing what is the best decision to make, what's the best decision to make for our, our employees, for our restaurants. We have one frame of mind, and then by the next day, it's, you know, no, 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 that we forget that. We need to do this. And so it's just hard. It's hard to know how to navigate this. There's no, there's no playbook for this. Yeah. I mean, so you're operating in a few different roles during this because, you know, you're, you've got, how many restaurants do you have? 24. 24 restaurants. Um, and how many employees is that? Uh, a total of 1,000. Good God. And you also are one of, along with, with uh, Mickey Basque, one of the uh, co-founders of Ben's Friends, which, yes. um, could you explain for folks listening to this what Ben's Friends is? You and I have talked about it in previous podcasts, but it's more important than ever right now. It is. Uh, it is, a, it is a, a support group run by industry people for industry people that specifically addresses substance abuse so it's people that have achieved sobriety trying to help people that are seeking sobriety uh in the restaurant business and we meet across the country uh and and usually in a weekly format although we're now switching to most cities are going to two zoom meetings a week uh and then we're going to do a national zoom meeting every day from a different city where anybody outside of those cities can dial in and 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 get support if they need it that is such a huge thing because i know i've been you know talking with uh friends in recovery or you know restaurant um you know restaurant owners who have employees who are in recovery right now and they were saying you know they're they're so used to in-person meetings on you know whatever schedule it is some people go every once in a while for you know a touch up and and some people are several meetings a day and that uh face-to-face communication has always been such a key thing for accountability and you've had to switch uh your model over can you talk about the the decision to do that um if there are any sort of practical concerns and what people can do sure so you know Here's to, for me as a person in recovery, isolation is the absolute worst thing for an alcoholic. And um, whether you're three days sober or whether you're 18 years sober like I am, isolating is, you know, the, the, the success of the 12-step groups, uh, you know, all the different varieties of ways that millions of people have recovered. It's the community that you feel, which is not unsimilar to the community we feel inside of a restaurant right yeah so when you isolate that person i mean not only are we all going to start really missing our restaurants but for the addict it's pretty rough and you know we were i was on a call in louisville kentucky yesterday you know and there are people there with days of sobriety yeah who are trying to make sense of why they shouldn't go drink right now uh when when things feel fairly hopeless so 
you know, we we want to be safe. Uh, we want to comply. We, we we all know. We believe that we've got to we've got to go home. We've got to get inside to get this thing over with. So we made the decision to switch to Zoom meetings. Um, Mickey and I had a call with all 26 leaders nationwide yesterday, uh, and everybody's focus is on adding more meetings, how they can help. Because the biggest thing we 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 know is that an addict alone is an addict in trouble. Yeah. So what do you, so people have these meetings and I've been asking um, friends as well, like, you know, what are you doing to cope at home? Because I've, you know, I, in the chefs with issues group, I've been asking people how they're doing. And there are a lot of people who are, you know, have been laid off and, um, and then they're just going stir crazy at home. They're doing the responsible, you know, social isolation thing or social distancing or physical distancing, whatever people are, are calling it. And they're so used to having this routine. And I've seen a few different things um, come up. Like somebody was saying, you know, put on your kitchen pants uh, to feel normal. Some people are, I know it's silly. <laughs> I love that. Is that great? That. Yeah. yeah. And so people were saying like they're um, getting like the restaurant printer, that video, and they're like putting it on for basically white noise right now. Um, but there are a lot of people with a lot of time on, on their, their hands and, you know, coping is going to be a difficult uh, thing to do. Are there some strategies that you have found that work specifically for restaurant people, ways to stay, you know, purposeful, occupied? Because I see a lot of people saying that they're losing um losing hope or things like what does it matter and it still matters it still matters so much it really does i think the biggest thing is staying connected um you know we've we've had restaurants start slack chats um so they can just all stay connected with each other um i think finding a routine i i listened to a wellness expert talk about you know the, the sense of well-being that a healthy routine brings so you know if that means you get up in the morning and you go for a walk as long as you keep your distance if that means you get up in the morning and do push-ups but but the thing that i've heard over and over again from therapists and everybody else is you know obviously we have a new normal now but try to establish healthy routines that you do every day, whether it's read a book, meditate. Um, there's all kinds of online meditation forums going on now. I think, again, Kat, I think it comes back to staying connected, even when it's hard. I mean, sometimes the phone is the 800-pound weight, but, yeah. but yeah. isolating is just isolating is just not the thing to do because and and i i I, as crazy as this sounds i hope people will find solace and we're all going through this together yeah no one is no one is not feeling the effects of this um and and so i have to believe that we will all come out of it together yeah i have to believe that so what do you what would you say to people who um, you know maybe see a friend of theirs who is struggling with this? I mean, people are doing much more, many more like uh, you know video chats and and train and you know and, and Zoom things. And the thing that's become really popular is sort of 
you know, these virtual happy hours and things. Right, I've seen that. I love that. Yeah, yeah. So, but what would you say, because, you know, I know you're a person who, you know, you've talked about this, you wrote your incredible book about this and saying, like, you're okay with people drinking around you and, and uh, but you're, you're at a place you have a lot of years of sobriety. For somebody who might be sort of on the fence or, or struggling, somebody invites them to like one of these like virtual happy hours and stuff like that. Is there anything that they need to be doing in particular? Or if you see a friend of yours who might be getting extra sloshy or something like that on those calls, um, what is, what's the best way to handle that? I mean, I think, listen, when you and I have talked about this before, having the uncomfortable conversations are often uncomfortable, but it's sometimes the most loving thing you can do for someone uh, because, look, enabling somebody who's in trouble is not love, right? That's yeah. enabling. And I think it's being willing to have those conversations and say, hey, I'm not judging you. I'm worried about you. Yeah. And, and, and just, you know, I, I've always said being a friend is telling somebody what they need to hear, not what they want to hear. Ooh, and, yeah. you know, those of us in hospitality, we're natural people pleasers, right? Yeah. I mean, that's why we're good at our jobs is because we like to please people. Um, but we're going to listen. There are going to be people. I mean, we don't know where we don't know where this is going, going right now. There are going to be people that are struggling. We have to reach out to them and not let them be alone because, you know, some people, I have friends that struggle with depression. Isolation is their go-to. Yeah. Say, I'm, yeah. I'm one of those people, Steve. I mean. Right, right, right. And, and you know, and so, Kat, it's, we can't allow that to happen because our friends are going to disappear. And, you know, listen, we there will be a hospitality business again. Yes. And it, and it will thrive again. Yes. Um, and, and we need everybody to come back to their restaurants, to come back to their jobs. Um, because, you know, this is what we do. We serve other people. And uh, we're absolutely going to get that opportunity to do it again. Yeah. So if somebody is looking for resources for this right now, um, they they can go to bensfriendshope.com. Is that sort of That's the best right. way to... Yeah. And we're going to be updating that uh, daily. The goal is to, have the, to, to get all the Zoom accounts set up this week and to have the national meetings rolling out next week. But there are Zoom meetings that you can email me at spalmer at theindigoroad.com. There, we can get you plugged into a meeting. I mean, I'm, a, I'm going virtually going to the Ben's Friends in Portland today, so I'm excited. I'm getting yeah. to know some people that, that I don't always get to see. So, uh, yeah, bensfriendshope.com, spalmer at theindigoroad.com. We'll do anything we can to connect you. And if somebody is in crisis, like right that moment, emergency uh, situation, what do you think is the best course of action for them if they can't wait for a meeting? Um, you know, call me, <laughs> you know, uh, I mean, a cell phone 386-931-4657, shoot me a text. Obviously, you know, if somebody's in physical crisis, we want to call 911. Yeah. Um, but I know there's concern about the healthcare system right now, but by all means, if somebody's in physical crisis, but otherwise call me, I'll talk to you. You're such a good man, Steve. And <laughs> so my... Listen, Kat, it's the least I can do. Well... So tell me what you're doing to take care of yourself right now. So it's been very up and down for me. Uh, you know, I've had moments of completely bawling. Um, Same. <laughs> you know, just like absolute sad tears. And, you know, I, I had this thought the other day. I spent 10 years 
building this restaurant company and in 10 days it completely disappeared yeah. and I know that's not the truth but you know that's how it feels yeah and I, and I was uncontrollably sobbing I am uh, I'm attending virtual meetings myself yeah um, I'm I in I have a sponsor in the 12-step community who calls me every day I so I you know I've I've talked to Mickey every day I mean I've rapidly we're, we've established a just we're just going to call each other every single day. How are you doing? What are you doing? Um, you know, because it, 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 I have definitely felt hopeless yeah. in the last three days. But what I've found um, is when I focus on what I can control. So, um, SaveRestaurants.co yes. is is a coalition. It's the Independent Restaurant Coalition. Uh, I mean, founded by just uh, name any restaurant tour in America, and they're on it. I'm on the daily calls, just listening. I do believe there's going to be aid packages for us. Um, you know, I'm trying to focus on okay, what can I control? I can control being engaged, reading emails, trying to stay informed, so that I can then inform our employees. Um, so I'm just trying to really focus on what can, what do I have control over right now? Yeah. And let me focus my energies on that because. When we focus on the things that are out of our control, that's when, at least for me, that's when I start to spin. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, my husband and I talk about that. We call it borrowing trouble. And, you know, it's, it's you can only sort of focus right now on, you know, on right now because things are changing so, so fast. And if you think of all the what if, maybe, and you, you can go to a really, really dark place. And I know I tend to. And so I'm just trying to stay in the moment, stay in my body, do meditation and check in on people I love and use this platform to talk to folks. That's right. I mean, Kat, the truth is all we have is this moment, right? Yeah. And, and so today I'm healthy, I'm fed, I'm loved, and I'm okay. I have a roof over my head. And, and, and if you can just get your mindset to what is happening in my world right now today, you know, then there is a slight sense of well-being. I'm not going to say, but today <laughs> all of my needs are met. Yeah. Everything I need, I have today. I'm not going to worry about tomorrow. I'm just going to focus on right now. And when I can slow my mind down, some of the anxiety goes away. I'm not going to say all of it goes away. <laughs> but but that big fear of impending doom tends to ease a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to tell people to go to bensfriendshope.com. And also, you know, if you, you know, have the funds to do so, buy a copy of Steve's book, uh, that Say Grace. I mean, it is an astonishing, um, just, it's the most generous story and um, beautifully written, beautifully shared about what it's like to be um, in the restaurant industry and, uh, and, and have to ask for help and, and get that help and to become uh, the person you are today. It's a really beautiful story and buy one for a friend if you possibly can. <laughs> Thank you, Kat. 100% of the proceeds go to Ben's friends. Yeah. So, so it's, and you know, listen, what I've learned is asking for help is a sign of intelligence. It's not yeah. a sign of, weak, of weakness. Amen to that. <laughs> you know, yeah. amen. 
Thank you so much to Steve, who I know is an incredibly busy man on, on so many levels, but um, you know what he's doing is really helping ensure a future for restaurants and take care of the people in it. So uh, it's bensfriendshope.com, and Steve was kind enough to give out his personal contact info in the episode, so scroll back for that. Um, this is part of Food & Wine Pro, which is the part of Food & Wine that really deals um, directly with the industry and uh you know before this we it was a lot of uh, a lot of things about business and and wellness and right now we are very focused on um all of the efforts to save the restaurant industry and take care of of people in it so if you go to foodandwine.com/fwpro there are some incredible stories by uh my colleagues like Maria Yagoda and Oset Babur Nina Friend uh Kushbu Shah uh, just everybody is uh, pitching in and um, just really working to get the message out there about uh, how we can save the industry and uh, look look for what is coming tomorrow. There's going to be a tomorrow. We don't know what it looks like yet, but it's coming. Um, because, And I have to say that because I love the restaurant industry and the people in it and your skills and talents are not going anywhere. You are still a chef. You are still a server. You are still a bartender. You are still all of those things. And there is a future for you. Um, and you know, all we can do is work together to keep, keep, keep each other safe right now. Um, if you know of folks who, uh, you know, need medicine or food or any of those things and are struggling to get by right now, we'll include some links to resources uh, for that. Daily, just check-ins, whether it's via, you know, Skype or Zoom or the plain old telephone or text or um, DMs. It's like Steve said, connection is more important than ever right now. And when you reach out to somebody you know, you're of use to them, but it's probably of use to you too. That human connection is is going to help us and get us all through. Um, if you are not subscribed to the uh, Food and Wine Pro newsletter, now is a really good time uh, to do that because we put together all of our most current and useful information. Um, it goes out on uh, Fridays at noon Eastern time. I uh, went out a little bit late this weekend because there was so much developing at, at the time, but um, we're there for you. Um, we, you know, we're, we're really trying to mobilize and, um, and take care of the folks. So if uh, you go to uh, foodandwine.com, click on any of those Food and Wine Pro uh, stories, there is a link to sign up for the newsletter. Um, and our editor-in-chief, Hunter Lewis, does a beautiful job with it every week and um, is helped out uh, by our associate restaurant editor, Oset Babur. And the and I put the most recent podcast in there, too, so you can always stay up to date. Um, if you don't mind sharing this podcast with a friend, it is on all the different podcast platforms. And the more people who uh, you know rate and review and all that, um, the more people can hear this and get the word out. Um, you know, it's, it's hard taking care of yourself, uh, right now for so many people, um, no matter what you're dealing with, everybody's got something, everybody is missing something, everybody is mourning, um, something. And I think it's important to acknowledge that, that even if there's somebody in your life who doesn't seem like they're, 
you know, in pain or stressing about this, there's, there's something there. So, you know, check in on them and take care of yourself as well. Um, on Twitter, I'm kitten with a whip on Twitter. And I remind people throughout the day to unclench their jaw and stop picking or chewing their skin, drop their shoulders, because it's so easy to just stay in that, that tense mode and all you're doing is hurting yourself. Um, I know there's that sort of you know, saying about people on, on airplanes who are fly with anxiety and they you know, keep their body tense because they're convinced that is what is going to keep the plane in the air. I totally understand that. Um, but you being harsh on your own body right now is only hurting you. And we're going to need all the strength that we can get to move forward in this fight. So please take a moment right now to relax your body. Take in a few deep breaths in through your nose and out through your mouth. And maybe even make a noise, like a grunting noise when you're breathing out. Um, just to get you back in touch with your body. It's it's a really important thing to do right now. Um, I want to thank so much to all of the, the food and wine team who are working side by side with us every day, um, especially Hallie Tarpley, who's producing this podcast, Sarah Crowder, who is uh, providing the images for it, um, Jen Martnick, who runs, uh, you know, audio and, and video here, Margot Godhelf, who is just a boon of a human being. Um, thank you so much to all of them, to all my colleagues. And most importantly, take good care of yourself until the next time.